More of MKE in the Morning with Mel and Joe is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Hour two, and we talking about Already? that big Man. win, win, win last night. And we got Zora Stevenson, Bucks sideline reporter. She's joining us now, and she's going to talk to us about her perspective from the big win last night. Good morning, Z. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Y'all, I love y'all because, oh my goodness, I don't know how y'all are functioning right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who said we was what time did you? What time did you leave Pfizer Forum? Because I didn't, I didn't get to see you in the the post celebrations. But I'm curious, uh, what time did you end up leaving the arena? I have no idea. <laughs> That'll <laughs> happen. So you're about to snitch My... on yourself? <laughs> no, I said I have no idea. <laughs> My voice right now. My voice right now. Uh, oh my gosh. You and me Not both, sister, for real. Well, and y'all, I know, like, that's why I said, y'all are the real, y'all the real ones, because you were using your voice all night long, and now here you are, hours later, on the radio. We does this, all Z. The, we does the, this. We were built for this, Z. Straight up! You were. <laughs> you were. <laughs> I oh, wasn't. Man. You were. I wasn't. <laughs> this was built to help, though. You were definitely built for this, Z. Don't worry. You were. What, I mean, can you just kind of talk us through what game six looked like for you, you know, from your perspective? Like, what were some of the things that you were doing? How did you get ready? How were you feeling throughout the day? Like, I want to hear it all. Y'all, so you all are usually the anxious ones. And I'm like, yo, everybody chill. It's a game. (laughs) Da, 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 da. All the things. I was anxious as all get out. It was the... I was like, yo, I don't, I don't, like, this doesn't happen. Like, I'm not playing. Um, like, all day. It was, it was wild. And then, like, during the game, I couldn't even, like, focus. Normally, I'm trying to see, like, yo, what are the matchups? Like, what did they change from game five? Like, uh, all that, like, went out. I was like, okay, I'm just focusing on the score. <laughs> like, what is the score? And um, so, basically, for me, Game day, had to do some, some radio things during the day, uh, interviewed Marcus before the game, interviewed Brandon Jennings before the game, uh, and then game time starts, and that's when, you know, things usually slow down, watch the game, and then end of the game is go time. Like, yo, I, you ju- I just got to hit it into high gear and, and interview people at, like, one of the greatest moments of their careers, if not the greatest, right? Um, what an honor, what a privilege. And uh, yeah, that's that's really how 
my game six was like it was it was wild I mean because as soon as the buzzer sounds like we're in the like I don't even know what you want to call it in the mix just trying to share the story of, of how these men feel at this moment and as you all know like it's so hard to articulate like how special it is and so um just did my best did my best to try to try to try to get that story Zord trade who Tra- trade who fire who can everybody just shut up now okay i'm sorry i'm i i ain't began to talk stuff yet wait till i get my voice back then it's really over for people i ain't hey 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 i'm doing a whole bunch of i told you so i ain't even started yet for real As you should though you can do that you can be that person i i have to because i'm i can't forget how we get treated Especially after the first two we lost. Like, I'm everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to drive away. <laughs> Can I put up a question right back at you all? What's up? Well, I, I happen to be, like, right under the basket. About 50 seconds left. And then it was, like, 20 seconds left. And then it was, like, 10 to 8. And, uh... I saw Mel, and Mel was getting, like, emotional. Like, Mel was really taking this all in. And uh, I'm sure you've shared, like, what this means to you. But can can you share why it moved you to tears, Mel? Oh, man. So, Z, this is, this is something where... You let you own you hope and you pray that you see something like this in your lifetime. And I, I grew up a Bucks fan. You know what I mean? I remember being at the Bradley Center with, you know, the old bango and, you know, the purple and green. And, you know, the I remember the Central Division year where, you know, we went almost all the way and we lost to the 76ers and I remember that heartache and you know it it almost felt like you know people talked about there being a curse on Wisconsin sports and Z it it did feel that way it felt that way for a very long time until the Packers finally won the Super Bowl in 2011 but now here it is 10 years later and we're just now winning another world championship and yes at least we do have another one 10 years later there are other you know states that can't say that but for us it really did feel very much like we kept getting there but then not quite and I think for me too just being so invested you know as an employee with the organization for so long too but it it really does come down to just my love for the team and yeah I I remember my older brother bawling on my bedroom floor when the Bucks lost to the 76ers in the Eastern Conference final like bawling and that that's like a, a memory that just it doesn't ever really leave my mind when I think about that but I'm ready to release that memory now. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to let it go. Like the Bucks of now, that that's the Bucks that I want to focus on and the Bucks of the future. And I feel like we finally just have the right pieces. And, you know, having somebody like Giannis, you know how incredible, not just of a player he is, but a person. He, he really is a remarkable person. And, you know, to see something like this happen for him and seeing him sit in courtside with his mom and his brother and his son, like, it, you know, it, it's seeing those things and seeing Bobby be so receptive to the fans. And 
it's everything for me. And Drew greeting his wife. I mean, the way he greeted his wife, whom, you know, Lauren Holiday, we know that she's gone through a lot. It's just everything for me. Like, I don't think about what it just means for me. I think about what it means for these individuals, what it means for our city. And I've talked about this before, Z. We were supposed to get the DNC last year. And COVID ruined that for us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this is our replacement and then some. Like, we got blessed tenfold, you know. And I, I just feel like this is something that we all earned, we deserve. And, you know, I talk about you. I want to bring it to you, back to you, I should say, Z. You came to this organization at the perfect time. You did. The things that you've been able to talk about when it comes to social injustices and, you know, your background with hard news reporting and really being able to dive into people's lives and backstories. Like, I really do feel like everything happens for a reason. And I feel blessed to have made that connection with you. And I know exactly what moment you're talking about. Because, yeah, it all really does come full circle. And I, I just know this was all written. You know what I'm saying? This this was going to happen no matter what we did. But the fact that we were able to help along the way is just such a blessing to me. Well, I, I'm so glad that really all three of you get to experience this because you all have have grown up in this city and, and in this area as, like, real deal Bucks fans. And, what I appreciate so much about this fan base is you all are so open and welcoming to all different types of people that want to jump on the bandwagon, whether it was a couple of years ago or a couple of seconds ago. And not all fan bases are like this. And it's crazy. I happen to be um, on the suite level. I think it was halftime. Um, and I ran into John Horace, who's a general manager. And he was, you know, just kind of like in a corner. And a lot of executives, they, they're anxious, uh, rightfully so. And I was just telling, I was like, John, like, I've only been here two years and I'm like emotionally attached to this organization. Like, and it, and it's so hard to articulate and explain to other people. I'm like, I don't know what has happened, <laughs> but I feel just so, so invested and so happy for everyone. And I, I feel so proud to know everyone um, because it's just some really genuine good people. And to be able to be in the building last night and experience it is, is such an honor, right? Because this journey is, is far longer than the two years I've been here. I, I jumped in, like, really at the end and um, for some reason have just appreciated, I, I've appreciated it all, but then become, like, just a part of it. Like, yes, it's the job. But I, 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 I root for these guys, and um, I, I expressed that to John in that moment. I just told him, like, thank you, you know, and, of course, he's like, we got to find a way to get one more win. Lo and behold, John Horace, you did it, my friend. <laughs> Zora, I think, um, like I always say, one of my favorite things about what I do is, you know, bring the fact that so many different types of people come together for one common goal. And you've seen 65,000. I don't, I don't know the tally on how many people was down there last night. But I got to assume 65,000 people was down there. I got to assume it was at capacity. There's obviously every different type of person down there. And I, I, my hope for Milwaukee is that we can harness this energy and this camaraderie uh, and apply it outside of basketball and continue that momentum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Joe, I know you've you've spoke on this quite a bit. Just what inspires you so much about 
the Bucks is the ability to bring people together. I did get word that it was, in fact, 65,000 people. And, you know, people ask me, like, how did it? I don't know how it looked out there because I got to the arena so early because I anticipated it being so packed, right? And and I, I knew I had to get to the arena early to be able to, you know, execute my job without having to go through the masses. But, yeah, I got word that it was, in fact, 65,000 people out there. And that's Ooh. just amazing and like think of like think of the the pressure i mean the guys are well aware of of all the people that come out to support them think of the pressure knowing like how many people wanted it to be executed at home and and for them to rise to that occasion is just so incredible it's so incredible and, and so hard to do and to get four in a row in a row well joe it's so poignant because they won the same way they lost, kind of when this thing started to take off. Again, in 2019. Yeah, and it just, it really shows the growth and how you use your past as fuel for the future. There they go again, Zora. I got the goosebumps. I got the goosebumps. (laughs) Wait, I got one more goosebump for you. I got one more goosebump for you. All right, bet. Giannis and Chris started this journey during the 2013-2014 season. During that season, they won 15 games. You all are well aware, okay? Mm-hmm. Started from the bottom now we're here. The goosebump part is, in order to win a championship, you need 16 wins during a playoff run. Chris and Giannis won more times in this playoff run than in that first season alone. I wish I could get hype right now. Um, I can't because my voice is just gone. He just ain't so got I, it in I, the tank. I, I just, it's just, it's, you know, I'm, I'm running on E. Uh, but all drinks is on me. Just know that. But that definitely is a goosebump moment right there. They definitely had to get over that hurdle. And we persevered through so much through this entire playoffs. You know, between the Giannis injury, the DiVincenzo injury, um, the referees, because I got to throw them in there. That's an obstacle in itself. Like, it's like we're playing against eight people sometimes. I'm sorry. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but we, the old Bucks would have never. I don't want to say never because we just did because we're still the Bucks. But the old Bucks used to fold. Like, you know, they used to fold under that pressure. And now, you know, we're not buzzing pipes. We're making diamonds. Exactly. Let's get it. Z, I so appreciate you calling in. We appreciate you calling in and hope you are able to get some rest. You know, we, we got to get ready for, for a parade. We got to continue the celebration. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness, you all! Um, and then you like got to get said, ready for Tokyo. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like I got, I got, I got to lock into a lot of things. Um, but uh, as as Giannis would say, we live in the moment, right? Exactly. So that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I, I feel you, girl. Yes to that. Well, we're appreciative of you, and you know, thankful that we can share these type of moments with you, and can't wait to talk to you more about not only Bucks, but also you know what you've got going on with Tokyo and your other endeavors so really looking forward to hearing more from you girl we'll let you go for now um, but hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll definitely see you tomorrow all right talk to you soon sounds good that was zora stevenson bucks sideline reporter you already know we got to talk bucks talk bucks won the chip sir james please call us back 833-212-1017